What's good? It's your boy Deshaun. This is Talk To Him Sports. Mr. Talk To Him in the building. Yes, we got NFL football to talk about. Oh, man, it's been a crazy week of NFL football, man. And uh, let's get into it, man. Uh, Thursday night, we had the Carolina Panthers against the Falcons. And mind you, we're going to be talking about these games sporadically and my thoughts on team by team or whatever, which ones I got to see or whatever. You feel me? But Carolina Panthers against the Atlanta Falcons. And I want to just get this out here real fast. The Carolina Panthers look really, really good. From being one of one of one of the one of the worst defense last season and drafting all defense this um this this draft last um, this last draft that came or whatever. It's looking pretty good or whatever. But what I really want to focus on is that the offense, the offense, the offensive coordinator is looking very good. He's making Teddy Bridgewater look phenomenal. If you look at the passing stats, Teddy Bridgewater is top three, top five in yards. He he, he doesn't have that many touchdowns, he, you know, but the yards, if I'm a, a on-the-fringe QB where or – or a potential draftee, I want to go to Carolina. I'm not sure if they they're not going to win their division because they got Tom Brady and um Drew Brees in that division, but they're not going to win it. New a lot of new changes going on. They might lose a lot of close games. If they lose a lot of t- close games, and they got like a, a top ten pick, they may be be able to package some deals to actually get a. A quarterback of a Justin Fields. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be there. I don't think any package they can give up to get a Trevor Lawrence is going to be there. Um, there's a there's a a third quarterback I'm hearing that's pretty good that people need to watch out for. I I don't know his name off off offhand, but he's the quarterback from BYU. If y'all know him, let me know about him. I, I'm, I'm gonna do my due diligence. Is he worth my time to even really even go looking up? Carolina, Carolina, Car- um, and with, with Christian McCaffrey, even though he's out, it's a lot of things to build on, and the the, uh, the backup he ha- he had, I think his name is uh, Mike Davis or something like that. Dude is pretty good as well. I like I like I like what I see from him. He's really strong, powerful back. He you know he he's actually getting some you know some some good yards out there. Carolina is is going to be a very very sexy place. They can get some 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 more receivers. I know they have DJ Moore. DJ Moore, he needs to take another step, and he, you know, he may he may he, he may just take that next step in the uh, the second half of the season. We'll just wait and see about that. And all the guys they can get. Um, hey, it's crazy. The Chargers gave Russell. They're doing all this without uh, a a great O line, you know, protection. So it's. It, Keep your eyes on Carolina, and like I said, like I'm saying, Matt Rule and the offensive coordinator that they have, they're 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 doing something. And Teddy Bridgewater, uh, he was always brought in there to be to to be a bridge quarterback. I don't think they were projecting him to be the quarterback of the future because I think he got a three year deal, something just something to bridge, you know, close the gap, you know. And get to the next quarterback, and other quarterbacks or 
disgruntled quarterbacks, you may uh, knock on the door. Aaron Rodgers may look at a Carolina and like, hey, I might be able to do some things with this team. I'm, I'm just speculating, just throwing things out of there because, you know, after the season, we're going to hear the, the Aaron Rodgers trade talks within a year or two. So I'm, I don't think this year because I don't think um, Jordan Love will be, be ready. As y'all know, uh, um, I, I, I believe the Falcons won that game. Yeah, I believe the Falcons won that game. Uh, the Falcons, man, a fall from a grace. They that team, the team just keep falling each year. After this, after the Super Bowl, it just everything just fell, and I, I just, I. Every time I speak on the Atlanta Falcons, the fans get extra mad and talk about, I don't know what they're talking about. Look, dude, man, y'all had one of the best offense. Y'all, would, y'all put everything on offense, and yet nobody couldn't stop y'all. Julio, even when Julio Jones would have a game where he'll just throw up a goose egg and just not be virtually there, or they're just guarding the whole time, and everybody else would pop off. Yeah, you know, I don't. Is Alex, Alex Max still your center out there? Uh, Calvin Ridley, Ridley, he's looking like the best receiver on the team right now. It just seemed like whatever was happening with AJ Green to fall off the the, the, the constant trajectory, the fall off of a uh, AJ Green, and you can't like like you may not like if you look at the season, you're not you're not gonna see it, but if you actually watch these games. Game for game, game for game, you can tell a drop off from production. If you just sit back and wait to all 16 games and you look at the stats, you're going to see, oh, he had 1,000 yards, he had 1,100 yards. What do you mean to drop off? Nah, come on, dude. In this NFL, you should be, it's, it should be easy to get 1,000 yards, dude. Come on, man. I'm just, look, I'm just looking for, for, for a Julio Jones just to dominate this team. Like he had, like he has done before, like in, in years past and just throughout history, and just I just don't see a guy that can really virtually or physically guard Julio Jones. But they're doing it. They're doing it. I don't see what uh, Todd Gurley. They they have all the pieces around. They're at least they fired the defense, the defensive coach, and the defensive coach uh, Dan Quinn. I would have fired him years ago. Um, I, I want to say a year before they even made the Super Bowl or uh, maybe the year they won the Super Bowl or the year after. Because for the simple fact, for the simple fact that he's a defensive-minded head coach and y'all have not one blockbuster talent on the defensive, on, on the defensive side. He's one of the guys from uh, from Gus Bradley, Todd Bowles, and him were one of the guys of the, uh, of, of the Legion of Boom defense from Seattle. All are, uh, you know, a Pete Carroll tree descendants. This guy has not came up with no interesting finds. Y'all don't have a Joey Bosa on your team, a Khalil Mack, a Aaron Dino, a Jalen Ramsey, uh, who is the star of y'all defense? That's like recognize, like you know, like like 
known throughout the country. I I I, I and this and this is supposed to be a defensive head coach uh, uh, that came from the Legion of Boom. Come on, and, and, and even if y'all don't even have it, I feel that he should know talent. Seem like y'all just just missing on talent. I don't know. It's uh, it's a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just what former first round picks looking like it's supposed to be in a um, trade bait or whatever. We know none of these guys. You know, the only guy we really knew was Vic Beasley, and we probably didn't know him from very much good things. And we know him from mainly y'all clowning him, kicking him out the door. So that that's a head scratcher to me. And the whole Kyle Shanahan thing, and, and he, he went off to leave, and y'all had a, a chance to really just jump ship and actually go with him. I would have did that. I would have did that. But Atlanta, it just, it just looks weird watching them on TV. I don't like watching them on TV, if, that's, if I can say that much. You feel me? Whew. Now I got that off my chest. Who else we have? Who who else do we have? The Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys versus the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Now Philly, they look bad. Carson Wentz. These 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 guys from that that that, that drop class that had. Jared Goff and Carson Wentz in, in that draft class, dude, it's not looking good. Y'all, the first two picks of that draft is just looking really bad right now. I I don't know what's going on. Wentz is turning it over. I don't want to hear that. I always say, oh, he doesn't have receivers. He doesn't have this. I get it that they got a makeshift O line and all this other stuff. But come on, I don't want to hear that. I think Philip Rivers may do with. With, with, with one of the worst offensive lines, so we're not. And the the reason they 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 had drafted a Carson Wentz, oh, um, they well, I'm not gonna say over because they took him second, but they well, I believe they moved back, I think, or something like that. But the thing is, the main point of them wanting Carson Wentz, preferably over Jared Goff, was that they liked the Carson Wentz's mobility. So and him to uh shrug off defenders, defenders like a big man and stuff like that. So I don't want to hear about too much about a bad. He need to start making more of what he got. I remember, I remember uh Philip Rivers throwing to no name receivers and getting these guys a, th- a thousand yards, uh, a la uh Tyrell Williams. Uh, yeah, Tyrell Williams. Look him up. Thousand yards with the Chargers. He had a bunch of yards with charges, even if he didn't have a thousand yards. So you gotta you gotta throw guys open. You gotta make guys better. You're young. You're in your prime. You should be making guys better. The Dallas Cowboys, y'all, you who, Dan Javini, whatever his name is, Laguini, Fettuccini, Yolasini, Ravioli. You need to get on. If Andy Dalton's not coming back, you you really don't need Andy Dalton. You need to get on the phone with the Los Angeles Chargers and and make a trade for a six round pick, fifth round pick for Tyrod Taylor. 
you have one of bad, one, one a bad offensive line right now. You need Tyrod Taylor to come here. He's on a one year deal. You're not. You're not. You're not contractually stuck with him after after this year. You're not stuck with him after this year. So why? It's a win win. You're not gonna use that sixth round pick anyway. Fifth round and maybe you might be able to find some. But come on, at this point, you have a winnable division. Why not? Why not? At least see see a QB competition. But I feel Tyrod Taylor from the Chargers will will be more suited for this offensive line because he can he can he can, he can run with his legs. He can extend plays. And Tyrod Taylor, he may not win you games, but he's not going to lose the games for you. You feel me? And I understand that part. Uh, understand that part of it. He's not going to lose you in the games. And with a receiving core of uh, uh, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Blaine Jarwin, I think, at a tight end, Ezekiel Elliott, and um, oh, I forgot the backup running back. He's pretty good as well. All you got to do is get the ball to those guys, and they'll get it to him. He's a, Tyrod Taylor is, is good. He's really he's really good. And I feel like he he can. And I think y'all kept y'all same coordinator. I think Matt Moore or something like that. So I feel that okay, he 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 can get accustomed to y'all system really, really, really fast. So what do you what do you have to lose, man? What do you have to lose? But from what I might, what I'm, from, I might, I might, I might, I might see the the, the Dallas Cowboys may want to um you know stink it up and get the number one pick or. Top five where they they're looking at a uh uh Trevor Lawrence or a, a a Justin Fields and be like, well, we drafted a quarterback. Well, we don't have to pay Dak now. You know, we it just it just fell in our laps. Sorry about that. So it's just the the whole thing going on. So he so they don't have to franchise tag him again. It, it it's it's. Something is going on there, and we're gonna find out tomorrow. Because if 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 Tyra Taylor doesn't let go, or or a, a trade isn't made, they may be just tanking and just like saying forget the whole Dak thing because our our salary is too too long. They they might just. Pressing the reset button for the sat the salary cap, so they get him a new uh, rookie. Do everything the right way. Pay the guys they want to pay, and be playing with a first a top five first round draft pick, and just hopefully winning one like 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 they did with Patrick Mahomes. That's what it seems like you know it's the wave right now. I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. And they still keep employing this guy, um, 
Mike Nolan, I think that's the defensive coordinator. Well, I don't, I don't think you can fire – well, you should have been firing him. I feel something has to happen because they're sending a message, and a lot of coaches don't want to fire their coordinators this uh, in the midway of the season, but something needs to go on. It, it has to be a – but you, can, you just can't just switch schemes – Late in the season, you're gonna learn a whole different seat, a whole whole decent scheme, or relearn the scheme and get back to this. Mike McCarthy might not be even familiar with it. On to the next. The Raiders beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, oh, I'm about to say, about to say the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> Uh, the Ra- the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, they beat the Cleveland Browns. Now I'm not gonna go in detail about this because you know Derek Carr wasn't great. J- Josh Jacobs was great. I think he had 125 rushing yards. I'm feeling that dude is 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 looking like the real deal. He he made he had like maybe one bad game. I I believe, but. Dude, dude is smashing it, dude. Like he, like he just watch out for dude. But what I really want to talk about Baker Mayfield. Everybody thought he was gonna do so great without having o, um, OBJ, and I, I, I wouldn't want to see that because it was like, oh, he's out, and all. And Baker Mayfield wants to start playing at how he was when he was rookie. I don't, I don't want to see that, dude, because. It's just disrespectful, dude. I don't understand that. Well, what I want to talk about before I get sidetracked, the Raiders are four and three. And now, listen, I'm not hating on the Raiders, but how? Why is it when the Raiders do somewhat even good when they're five hundred or even above five hundred, the world goes into the frenzy? Like all these media reporters, they go, they 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 get so spiritual so girly and like like they they throw the pom-poms they do car wheels like it i just feel like a lot of reporters are closet raider fans when they even do somewhat good they're on tv uh, subjects all day like y'all just can't wait to talk about them they they're like we were talking they were talking about when they was two and oh you feel me? Like, oh my gosh, the, the Raiders, and then they would have just, you know, spiraled all the way down. It would, it would have been, it would, they wouldn't have said anything. But I just feel every chance the media gets, they, they, they never, they never pass up an opportunity to, you know, rave and cheer on the, well, the Las Vegas Raiders. I just don't understand it at all. They're four and three right now. Uh you know, I got I got I gotta get I gotta give it up. I gotta give it up to John Gruden. Like I say, he the players are kind of, you know, I I'm I'm gonna get into some of the players. But John Gruden, I like some of his uh his offensive schemes and how he uses his tight ends and how he used the like like all times everybody knows a run play and he's everybody's blocking. Um 
He knows how to keep an all offensive line intact. It just seemed like the Raiders never missed a beat in the offensive line. Uh, Trent Brown been out and stuff like that. Offensive line guys are getting uh, COVID and all this other stuff, and they they seem not to miss a beat, not to see, not to miss a beat at all. And I, I tip my head off to that man. The defensive line and all, just the whole defense needs work. Period. But they can hold on to the ball and run the ball, and they got one of the best tight ends in in the game. Right, they keep just finding tight ends. Whether it be Jared Cook, he left to the Saints, and they got Darren Waller now. Like, dude, like they just keep finding them, and a guy like John Gruden is the type of coach you want because. You know, some of these organizations, they don't want to, like, even play with or even take chances on guys that have a little bit of a pass. And Raiders, they will take a chance on anybody that any, – you if you did anything bad in your life, they might ch- take a chance on a, a, a less people that abuse women. You feel me? You abuse women, they're out. You feel me? That's what I get because the uh, management, um, the owner or something got something – it's really personal to him about that, as it should be personal with everybody. But um, uh, you know, John Gruden is the guy you probably want to, you know, you you really want you want to play for or whatever and stuff like that. Um, uh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, but I want to talk about uh, Henry Ruggs the third. Henry Ruggs the third has been really un- underperforming. For for being for being the first receiver taking off on the board of, of the twenty twenty NFL draft, dude has underperformed. Jared Jared Judy's out there, and um, he's playing with Drew Lock or whatever. And Drew Lock has probably been hit or miss or whatever. Uh, I like what I'm saying from Jared Judy, but Henry Ruggs was supposed to was bought in to be something like a. Um. Woo! Wow! 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 A Tyreek Hill, and we're not seeing that at all. You got Waller, a good offensive line. You got you got you got Josh Jacobs. You know, pushing the run game. Why is Henry Rugg? Why is it so hard to get Henry Ruggs involved? In the scheme, is it is it Derek Carr? Because I, it, it may be Derek Carr because I remember Derek Carr was a gunslinger. He's a gunslinger a lot, but now he's maybe a little bit conservative. Conservative. It, it's kind of weird because he wears that number four. His, his favorite quarterback used to be Brett Favre. So, but I'm 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 just I'm settling settling waiting for Henry Ruggs to to break through. But you know. I, it's just not happening, but you know. Then again, I, I, I'm I'm probably not waiting for it to happen. Uh, yeah, we. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm gonna leave about that. Talking about that. Um, uh, what else? Who who else we got? Um, uh, the Minnesota the Minnesota Vikings beat the uh the, uh the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers defense is very weird and tricky to me. Um, they need to toughen up a little bit instead of being so much finesse. I, I, I believe, I believe that 
Like, cause, cause one week that they'll shut things down and just then, uh, but two weeks later they look very soft and 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 get ran on and all the other stuff. It just it just crazy to me. And this is this was even last year because I remember the first game you saw a very a, a very great much improvement in the defense. You had Aaron Rodgers fist pumping and all that other stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, this is defense." I like this. You feel me? And you see some games they they they, they kept they kept guys under 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 their um under their scoring margins. But as you know, the Minnesota Vikings won that game, and it's just it's just like, yeah, I understand that they they signed Kirk Cousins to another. What a three-year deal or something like that. Why he had a year on his deal or something like that. But I just say, well, forget it. Be bad and still drop the quarterback. You have to do it. Go draft another quarterback. Go and do it. You're in the runnings for Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and all other other talent. Or whatever the talent you may 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 want to get, your defensive line is still there. You really need to reset the books. Kirk Cousin is not the final piece, as we all know this. Well, I don't know why y'all y'all even resigned him because y'all y'all got rid of uh Stephon Diggs, and well well uh Justin Jefferson is playing well. He's playing well, so and he's like. He's a top receiver in the league, like as a rookie in yards, if I'm not mistaken. So, but what if I, you just have to reset and see if you can get being running for one of them, them cornerbacks, and it just seemed like y'all, y'all, y'all just gonna just stay in purgatory, just riding the, riding the, uh. Oh dang! Do I forgot to do a name already? Um. Ah oh, man. F- forget it. Forget it. <laughs> oh man. On to the next. As we go. That kind of that that kind that kind of mess with me, and I, I'm probably gonna replay the replay and, and I like I said his name, and then. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. Who else? Who else am I missing? Uh, oh, well, let's talk about the game. Well, um, Tom Brady versus Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, dude, man. I don't. I, every time I'm I'm watching you, dude, man. I be hoping like you just show me something. Show me something, and. You just never like, like, yeah. You might run with your legs here and there, like your legs. You, you're you're kind of run running down this Mitchell Trubisky lane, but you're 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 not fully there. But then, it, but but in some instance, you may be even worse than Mitchell Trubisky because for the simple fact is that I seen a stat where uh. For um, most turnovers in two seasons, you have you have the most turnovers 
behind uh, Ryan Leaf. Now, anytime Ryan Leaf name is brought up with a quarterback, a quarterback, with a young quarterback at that, something is wrong, bro. Something is wrong. And I, I just don't, I, like, I I, I want to keep, I want to say, wow, man, it's your offensive line, man. I want to say, oh, man, it's the offensive line and all of this. They took it. They took an offensive lineman in the first round. What top five? Top five. Instead of getting a what a defensive guy, a wide receiver, or you know swapping out more picks, trading back, they took a offensive ta- offensive tackle. He may not have been the best one. Um, I believe uh somebody else that got him. Um, did the Jaguars get him? I think so. I'm 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 not sure. It was, I think he probably went seventh or something like that. No, no, no. Yeah, seventh. No, no. I think he went like eighth or ninth or something like that. But and a lot of a lot a lot of, a lot of guys are going off your offensive line. You don't have DJ Fluker. You don't have uh, Air Flowers. These guys are terrible anyway. So I'm just feeling like. Okay, and, and and these guys and these guys fight for you, dude. I remember um one of the guys gotten um got gotten um Aaron Donald's face, and they show a lot of grit, dude. These dudes are they're fighting for you, family. So I I don't want to keep blaming them. And then the the receivers you have Golden Tate along with Slayer and um Ingram, I I, I believe some guys are not taking they're not taking the next step. But dude, I I it, it's it's funny how a year changes where oh we we was all downing uh the Daniel Jones pick and and we was like oh my god he started showing up showing up you know playing well and I wouldn't say he was playing all that well I just say I'd say he was just playing better than Dwayne Haskins and like whoa they made the right they made the right pick whoa he ended up got gotten the name Danny Dimes very quickly very quickly and then he got injured and stuff like that and uh now the guy looks terrible and that means Dwayne Haskins you must have been so terrible for people to validate Daniel Jones that quickly. But you know all the people that 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 felt, said they, they said, said, said they ate their words and oh my bad Daniel Jones is good. Look at yourself now. If you would have just stand stood pat and just just stay stayed on your prediction, you would have been looking like a genius right now. But no, you 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 buckled down under under pressure. Because of the media, and you went back on your take. Stick to your guns. Stick to your guns, which I'm seeing a lot of people do with Justin Herbert right now. Nice little segue into talking about the Chargers. The Chargers lost to the Broncos. Now, as y'all know, man, I am. A Los Angeles Chargers fan. It hurts. It 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 really 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 hurts. 
because this team is finding ways to lose games. There are artists at it. They may be losing on purpose. I say that because, well, uh, Justin Herbert's top off- offensive lineman, I think his left tackle is going to be a top five player in the draft, and I'm pretty sure he would like to play with having that some some familiar some familiarity uh, with the offensive lineman having his guy. And the Chargers really like to book you know pair guys of same schools together. As you can see, um, the defensive is the defensive side is pro Notre Dame, Ohio State, uh, in, a, in another another school as well. So and he, he's the talent. I feel like you know Justin Herbert would sign off on that, but the the, the struggles of them why I think they're losing because it's like I don't understand how how the defense looks so brolic and like how how does the defense go from looking top five top fin out the whole league to bottom bottom half in in matter of minutes. I just don't understand that. If you look at every game of this season from the Chargers, or every game of the season of the Chargers, you see that, wow, man, they shutting guys out. They're getting them out. They're getting just a Herbert ball real fast. He's scoring and all this other stuff. And, oh, they're trading with everybody. Oh, they're getting, they're getting takeaways. and Or they're, they're really hitting the quarterback. And then it started itching towards the half. You you see it started happening. And then the third quarter, it just, just seemed like the sky has it just falling for some reason. Like, like are you celebrating too early in the locker room? I don't understand what it is. Last 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 Sunday's game. You thought the defense was gonna play a a a full complete game. Been at it was two. We were been at two and four. You think, oh man, we're gonna be we're gonna beat the we're gonna beat the Broncos and we go three three and four. And I think we got the Jets next, and we're gonna go four and four, and we're gonna be five four five hundred. And we got a real got a very soft schedule. We get the we 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 got this thing, but late in the fourth quarter, starting the fourth quarter. Things went south. The defense let up. I don't understand what's the. Um, you have film. You have film. So, I don't understand what is there to work on anymore. You 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 know what is happening. You know what plays aren't working anymore. Stop going to this. Stop going to that. Stop. Keep 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 the game plan. The same, or or stop switching. Stop being so conservative on defense. It's a it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of blame to go around. And I'm trying. And I wish I would have put bullet points to to, to to so I can expand on everything I want to speak on. But you know, we still gonna keep freestyling this. One take, Jake. No edits. And we gonna keep going. You hear, you hear, well, I, 
Uh, just, just part of me in my frustration right now. Part of me in my frustration. Okay. You have got you have guys like Des, Desmond King getting traded, getting traded for a six round pick, dude. And this this guy made it a all pro, a all pro for the Chargers, and you want to give him around, give him away to the Tennessee Titans, which got Malcolm Butler, Dory Jackson, and Kevin Byer at safety, and they play a nickel, a nickel, a nickel uh, package defense, which King will be on the field a lot. Come on, dude. And, like, if you knew you were going to get rid of him. You knew you were going to get rid of him. So why didn't you trade him during the offseason where you could have actually gotten more for him and let him so so he could have had a training camp and, and got, got what, you know, so he can, you know, get himself a new deal. Y'all knew y'all wasn't come signing this guy anymore, dude. Y'all knew y'all wasn't signing him back anymore. But yeah, yeah, I like to not play the guy when he was available. But no, y'all want to, you know, get this trade trade off or whatever. I guess I feel that King may not be a a a nice a a, a, a nice gentleman. I don't I don't want to uh cast though you know cast that story on him. I don't I, I I don't want that to follow him or anything like that. But. You see guys where like, oh, he's bad for the locker room. He may be late. He may just be with it. All all the bad things you can think of where like, look, we just cause the Chargers, they they're clean cut, man. They like they like they like nice guys, dude. And he, he just probably doesn't fit. And I don't understand. I don't understand it. You you replace him if you want to say Desmond King is slower and all this other stuff, but he's planning the slot. He's planning the slot. You think a a a thirty thirty one year old Chris Harris is gonna be much faster than a twenty four twenty five year old Desmond King, and he's already and, and, and Chris Harris is already uh, hurt. Chris Harris is already Chris Harris is already hurt, and he's gonna come back next week, and the season's practically gone. So. He's on a two-year deal, so basically he goes on a one-year deal. Well, we gotta see what's going on with him. You think that's the? I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel with that. I don't under—I don't understand that at all. At all. There may be a fire cell going on where Melvin Ingram. I might wake up and Melvin Ingram's gone for a, a, a sixth or. A, Oh my! No, please not a six round pick. Please not. At least a, a, a fourth or a fifth. Please a fourth. I know. I not please. I would like a third round at minimum because I feel there's a lot of guys that, that the Chargers know they're not going to be paying, and Melvin Ingram was one of them guys. He's going to look at Joey Bosa getting paid all that money. Hey, I'm a long stay. They're gonna. They're not gonna want to give. You know, they're probably gonna do them how, how they how they did. Uh, Eric Weddle. So. Not 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 looking forward to seeing um uh, Mingham here anymore. Um, a lot of it, um you 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 don't you don't play King in a game, and I, I, and for for a second I thought I thought 
Jaleel Adai was in the game, but it, it it was just somebody with his number. And he he messed up. He that thirty seven is just just leave that thirty seven away from the field. Because a PI moved him up fifteen yards. And then I think it was another guy that that uh was it was a dumb bar. No, it was face no no, that was face on. Face on PI in the end zone brought it all up. And face on face on has been terrible. I remember last year he got torched all last year being a number two quarterback when um when um Mike Davis went out, dude got like I I like you mean it's like this is what I mean when I say they're intentionally trying to lose. And I feel that the the Chargers know that and that's why I felt that they hurry up and got that trade off real fast, fast quick and hurry because they knew that they cost themselves that game by not playing King that game, and they just wanted to hurry up and get it out so they can figure out who's going to be his next rotation or what. I'm thinking Chris Harris is going to be he's going to play next um next game, but Chris Faison just come on now, and it it it. it, it that wasn't even the thing that that gave the game up. One second to go on the court. One play they can only run one players on a one yard line. Here we go for all the marbles. Gus Bradley cues up a perfect defensive play. Run the man down and down, side to side. Rayshon Jenkins is by a cornerback. No, he's by a wide receiver. Running side to side. And then he, he's Drew Locke is ro- rolling to the right. And at the last moment, Rayshon Jenkins lets up, going from side to side. Tried, he got greedy and tried to go after Drew Locke. And he would have just, mind you, it's one second on the the clock when they set up. So this is the only play that's going to go. Why are you trying to make a play on Drew Locke? Make sure whoever he's trying to throw the ball, he doesn't get the ball to them. It's only one play. Run you 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 have only a few steps more to cut off daylight daylight for him to even be able to even throw a pass, but you give him an opening when you stop and you you go forward. The guy behind you messed up. He wasn't always full all the way fully there, but it's not his fault. You're looking Julak right in the face. You basically just should have just dared him through it your way, but no, you went at him. Ray Sean Jenkins is really bad, but he does maybe one or two good things a game after he messes up. Kind of like um Jaleel die, but Ray Sean Jenkins isn't injuring his own teammates and injuring other guys on the field. 
Oh my goodness. It, it, it's Justin Herbert had two interceptions. I keep trying to tell y'all. Everything isn't sweet about Justin Herbert. I'm still seeing the same problems from him. He's supposed to be this nice guy with the big arm, and he's underthrowing guys on these throws or overthrowing them. So they're not all clean. People keep, oh, they look at the highlights. Yo, he's messing up. He's messing up, but we know it's his rookie year. We'll, we'll give it to him. But people have to be completely open for him to get this, to, to get his passes off. Like, do is right. He beats his beats his guy. He he just don't know how to place it right in the guy's hands, overthrowing him or underthrowing him. It's it's just really really ridiculous, really ridiculous, and just missing easy throws from from what I'm seeing. But when he when 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 he misses a, a easy throw, he makes a a spectacular throw, or it's a good play call where. You just see a big bomb, and it's like, hey, well, he made up for it, got the touchdown. It is what it is. But it's, to me, I want him to work on these little things throughout the season. And I, w- I really want to see a big jump in this game, how J- Josh Allen from um from one year to two. I think this is his third. I think this is Josh Allen Allen's third year. It is his third year. So I feel Justin Herbert is way better than Justin Herbert is way better than Josh Allen was in his first year. So if you see that, you're gonna be thinking like, wow, okay, next year Justin Herbert should be it. And by his third year, third year Justin Herbert, the Chargers should be thinking about winning a Super Bowl. Like, not lying to you. Like he has, you know, Mike Williams should be off into his to what he's going to be. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure they got another offensive tool here and there. The deep um then you have a uh uh Darwin James finally playing some games. Let's see what we have here. But it's been your boy, Deshaun, man. This has been Talk to Him Sports, Mr. Talk to Him. Uh, finally, he finally got approved on the Apple Podcast. It took, so for, it took forever. Um, I'm trying to see what's going on with all the other streaming platforms. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I think tune in or I'm, I'm, I think I'm on I'm on on those. I think, I, I'm still figuring this uh, podcasting thing out out right now um yeah man follow your boy man i'm out one